Welcome to The GAC Files, a podcast about the people, issues and ideas driving Global Affairs Canada. Bienvenue au dossier d'AMC, un balado sur les gens, les enjeux et les idées qui animent Affaires mondiales Canada. And now, introducing your host, Global Affairs Canada's Deputy Minister of International Trade, John Hannaford. Voici votre animateur, John Hannaford, sous-ministre du Commerce international d'Affaires mondiales Canada. les gens, les enjeux et les idées qui animent Affaires mondiales Canada. And now, introducing your host, Global Affairs Canada's Deputy Minister of International Trade, John Hannaford. Voici votre animateur, John Hannaford, sous-ministre du Commerce international d'Affaires mondiales Canada. Good morning. Hi, Amanda. How are you? I'm fine, thanks. And yourself? I am very well. Thank you very much. Um, so this is uh, an opportunity for us to have a chat with uh, colleague Amanda Strawn, who's in the field. She is in Delhi, um, where she has been working very hard on uh, all of our behalf, uh, working in the consular and, and assisting with the quite extraordinary efforts that have gone on to facilitate uh, Canadians' returns to Canada during the current period. Um, Amanda, I guess I just wanted to start by say, asking, you know, what's, what's the situation with you and your family? You're in good health and uh, people um, in the in the uh, mission, how, how what's the feeling right now in, in the, uh, where you are? So I, thanks for asking that question. I'm doing very well. I've been one of the lucky ones. My husband and my St. Bernard are still here with me in Delhi. So I've had some, some great support here at the mission. I would say that morale at the mission is good, but uh, people are tired. And there are many people here who have been without their families. Uh, some of the families are no longer here. And so that has been, uh, it's been a challenge over the last few months. But morale is generally good. Good. Uh, assez expérimenté en ce qui concerne les gestions de, de crise. Mais cette expérience est assez unique, j'imagine. Et quelles sont les, les, les choses plus frappantes pour vous dans les circonstances actuelles? Bon, ce que je peux dire par rapport aux crises, c'est qu'il n'y a jamais une crise qui, qui ressemble à une autre. Moi, personnellement, euh, la première crise où j'étais impliquée avec le ministère était l'évacuation au Liban en 2006. Et je peux dire que les circonstances sont très, très différentes ici euh, en, en 2020 avec cette situation qui est d'abord mondiale en nature euh, et donc qui, euh, qui crée toute une, une autre réalité. Le fait que c'est pas une crise géographiquement limitée, euh, ben, ça veut dire qu'on on fait, euh, on, on travaille avec ce qu'on a et euh, donc c'était euh, assez intense comme expérience. Mais l'autre aspect où je pense que cette crise a été différente, c'est qu'on est en train aussi euh, de, de confronter la, la pandémie et donc les circonstances, le, le, les, le physical distancing ou le social distancing qu'on est en train de, de devoir mettre en place en plein milieu d'une crise apporte toute une autre réalité, tout un autre défi pour nos équipes. 
Donc, euh, c'était bon. L'expérience euh, fait que on est, on utilise les, les outils et les atouts qu'on on, on apprend au cours des années, mais on n'est jamais tout à fait prêt pour aucune aucune crise qui arrive. And, I mean, it's obviously a situation that that brings with it all its stresses and its demands. What are you finding helpful? Like you were saying having your husband and dog obviously is gives you a sort of base of support uh, there, but are you finding other things, other strategies to uh, help manage the, the situation from a sort of more personal perspective? Well, I think for me, one of the great um, takeaways from this situation has been how very strange this is for everybody to be functioning, to be working and living the way that we are. And uh, so one of the things that I've really appreciated about the way that uh, that colleagues in the department have been managing this crisis is that there really has been a focus on mental health. Uh, we've seen that and we've had great support here from the Employee Assistance Program. And I think what we've, we're seeing really is that to be robust is to think of our mental health, our physical health, to understand that to be able to carry this on, to be sustainable for the long term, that uh, we need to consider Uh, this is not a, a, an intense effort for a short period, but that we need to be able to, to consider our mental and physical health and to support each other through this. And we're not machines, we're people, and we, we need that kind of, of support, particularly when we're trying to do the, this sort of physical distancing or social distancing. And so I've been personally taking the time out. Uh, my lovely St. Bernard, who I've already mentioned, has been <laughs> sitting at my feet. Every time that I'm at my desk uh, has been at my feet, and I've been taking sort of the, the five minutes out to to have a break when I need it during the day, which I think is such an important thing to do. Yeah, I think that's absolutely right. I think the way you've put it is right, too. The emphasis on this being, this is now going to be a sustained experience that we have, and there is a mental health aspect to that, and that's something that we need to be mindful of as we're managing ourselves, but also as we're dealing with our families and our teams and uh, the realities that they're going through as well. It is one of the things about this. I mean, we we're, we are doing it together. So we do have uh, at least a core experience that we are sharing, which in some ways is kind of uh, at least creates a bit of a baseline for us all as we're trying to deal with all of this. Absolutely. And um, I think it's it's been a difficult balance because while at the same time, it's an extraordinarily difficult and, and strange situation for people, But we're also trying to deliver something that is unprecedented as a consular operation. And here in India, the, the scale of the operation really is extraordinary. All right, so that's all part of the experience, too, is having dropped calls. Uh, so I apologize. You're, you're in the middle no of, of uh, talking about the, sort of the extraordinary nature of the experience, and uh, I at least dropped on my side, so I apologize. Uh, well, indeed, it has been an extraordinary experience for us here in India, but balancing the, the the need to deliver something that is really extraordinary in scope with the need to, to adapt to the these very unusual circumstances has certainly been one of the, the challenges that we've faced here. And how, I mean, it's a particular experience to go through all of this at post. Um, as you say, India has been a particularly intense one, but how do you find being away from Canada at this time and uh, what's the what how does that shape your experience well I've been out in the field for quite some time but what I would say um, is that I've experienced personally is first of all there is a sense of, of concern and worry for friends and family uh, and being far away from home just amplifies uh, that sort of concern in, in a time of crisis in a time of pandemic 
But I think that the most um, sort of market reaction that I've had to it is how proud it has made me to, to see people in Canada and to see the way that communities have come together and are supporting each other through uh, this unusual and, and difficult situation. That has, although we're very far away here in India, uh, it, it has made me feel close to home and I just been so proud to see that and I hope at the same time that our friends and family that Canadians at home are also proud of the efforts that public servants are making abroad that the public service serving abroad at this point has really um, has really come through and has, has brought all of our effort to the table to do everything that we can to support Canadians and I think the the sort of distance uh, across the world is bridged by this this notion that we can be so proud of of our country at this time and proud of the people that are 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 coming together to support each other. Yeah, well, I couldn't agree more with that. Um, and I can tell you, at least this Canadian is deeply proud of all the work that's being done in the field and at headquarters. I think the the department really has it's been an extraordinary demand on our whole network, and I think it's amazing work that people have done. So look, Amanda, I, I don't want to take more of your time, but I did want to thank you very much for, first of all, everything you're doing and uh, for taking the time just to have a little bit of a chat today. It's been a real pleasure, and uh, take care of yourself. Thanks. It's been a pleasure to speak to you. <laughs> all right. Do take care. Bye now. Thanks. Bye. Thank you for listening, and we look forward to you joining us for future episodes of The GAC Files, a podcast about the people, issues, and ideas driving Global Affairs Canada. Don't forget to join the conversation online using hashtag GACFiles. Merci d'avoir écouté le balado, et nous espérons que vous vous joindrez à nous pour les épisodes futurs des dossiers d'AMC, un balado sur les gens, les enjeux et les idées qui animent Affaires mondiales Canada. N'oubliez pas de vous joindre à la conversation en ligne en utilisant le hashtag Dossier d'AMC. If you have any feedback or suggestions for future topics or guests, please send us an email at extott-ldce at international.gc.ca. Si vous avez des commentaires ou des suggestions concernant des sujets futurs ou des nouveaux invités, vous pouvez communiquer avec nous par courriel à l'adresse extott tiret ldce à commercial international.gc.ca